The Lifelong Project Podcast is brought to you by Instructing.com, where you can get all of your project management training for just $9 a month. That's right. All of your PDUs from a PMI registered education provider for $9 a month. Check it out at Instructing.com. Hi, everyone. Joe Phillips here. Welcome to another episode of the Lifelong Project Podcast. A few weeks ago, I shared with you how I got fat and what I'm doing about it. And I told you I would check in occasionally on my progress. Well, I'm happy to report that for the month of February, I dropped nine pounds. So I'm a little bit shy of my 10 pound goal, but it was a short month, so I'll give myself a break. I'm happy with the progress, sticking to a good diet, staying away from fried food and pizza and sugar and beer, all the stuff that's bad for us. And I'm really eating healthy and getting back into exercising. As you may know, I've had a rough couple of months with some bronchitis that I just couldn't shake. So I finally went to the doctor, finally. And actually, I went to my doctor. I've gone to some of those uh, med checks over the weekends, but I was able to finally get into my doctor. And he said, oh, you just can't shake this thing. I think they've been giving you some weak antibiotics. So he gave me a shot of um, some prednisone and gave me some drugs and some stronger antibiotics. And I had an IV full of electrolytes and vitamins and did some breathing apparatus of some sort. But all of that seemed to really, really help. I just immediately felt better within the next couple days after that visit. So I am on the mend and I still have a few more days. They asked me not to go run or pant heavy. So just taking it easy still this week. But next week, I'm looking forward. I'm kind of getting eager to get moving again. Uh, I've been just doing some walks with the puppy, really just taking it easy, being kind of lazy and letting my body heal this time. So it feels great to be better, to feel better. You really appreciate your health when you don't have it. And so I'm eager to continue my diet and shed some pounds and get back to running and get back to uh, maybe doing some races this summer up in Michigan. Now, today I want to speak with you about communication. Communication is really the most important skill set that a project manager can have. Really, everything you do as a project manager centers on communication. Every document you create communicates something. Your status reports, the charter, your plan, whatever you're creating communicates. Every activity that you do as a project manager is about communication. So you're having meetings or you are solving problems or you're doing quality control. You're communicating. So as a project manager, you have to be an effective communicator. Well, what does that mean to be an effective communicator? An effective communicator is all about is transmitting information, getting knowledge out of your brain into someone else's brain. And so we have to communicate effectively. The other part of communicating effectively isn't just talking. It isn't just transmitting like a radio tower. It's also listening that you have to have the ability to allow information to come in and really understand what people are telling you. So it's listening. I think back to several years ago, I worked on a program, a really large program for the state of Indiana, and there were several project managers on this program. And we each had a different chunk of the program that we were responsible for. Well, this one project manager just could not shut up. He was really good at talking, 
but not good at listening to others. And he just would kind of dread having to go to a meeting with this guy because he just loved to hear himself talk and would hog the time. And the program manager was kind of passive and would just let this guy railroad people in the meeting by just blabbing and blabbing and blabbing. And so other PMs, you know, couldn't share the update on their projects. And it got to the point where a couple of the other PMs, myself included, would just bail on this meeting, just didn't want to go. It was just a waste of time because for an hour we would listen to this guy talk. He just, you know, his train of thought had no caboose. Just like take a breath and let others talk, let others share updates. The other challenge that he had was when his project team members would come to him with news or information, they couldn't share because the guy wouldn't quit talking or he would just what should be a five or 10 minute conversation would be an hour or I'd be in my office working on something and he would show up to visit and it's like, oh, no, here goes an hour. And so I had to come up with these strategies to just put this guy off or to just be blunt and say, look, I don't have time to listen to you right now. It wasn't I don't have time to talk with you. It was pretty blunt. As you might imagine, things didn't go well for that fella, and he was soon asked to leave. Now, that's probably a pretty extreme scenario, but the truth is you have to have the ability to keep your mouth shut and to let others communicate, to listen, to take information in. You can't communicate effectively if you don't have the information you need to communicate. So it's important to be quiet. The other part of being quiet and listening is sometimes it's not what you say, it's what you don't say. I'm not saying you're sneaky or you have to be fraudulent by not releasing information or giving information. In fact, you want to be the opposite. You want to be transparent. But it's important that often when I see project managers, when I go to consult and they want to talk because they're nervous, And so they talk and talk and talk. Well, they end up giving away things. They end up saying that we could do this and we can do that. And they make commitments that the timeline and the budget really don't have room for. And they end up circumventing their own change control system. So it's important to be quiet, to not talk all the time, to listen. Another part of communication is who needs what information. Everyone doesn't need to know everything. There are some things that only your sponsor and you should know, or only you and a team member should know in confidence, that you don't have to tell everyone everything, that it's important to only give the information that's needed when it's needed. And that's another big part of communication is to develop a cadence of when to communicate. As a project manager, you probably have to give a status report, maybe weekly or biweekly. In those status reports, you want to develop a cadence so people can expect when communication is coming. And I was on a large project for a couple of years in Illinois. That's one of the things that I did was develop that every Friday morning you would receive an update from me. And I managed a lot of little projects. I had about 30 little projects going on at a time. And so I had an Excel spreadsheet and I could just drop in the data and I had some macros and it would generate a report that I could just quickly email out to all of my project. And so it was fast for me and stakeholders knew what was coming and it was real clean, easy information. And in that status report, I basically told the story and the story was red, yellow, green. Is it red? Are we in danger on some key performance indicators? Are we yellow or not doing great or are we green? So right at the top of that status report, stakeholders could look at it and see green, yellow or red, and then they would know something was up. And if it was green, They probably just closed it and went about their day. 
If it was red, then they might read on, or if it was yellow, they might read for more details. And then occasionally they might follow up with me for more information. But most of the time, the status report was all we needed, that they knew through the week that I was working, my team was working, and that if I wasn't communicating with them, things were good, that I developed expectations for stakeholders. So that's important as well when you do status reports is to set expectations and then to be consistent that every Friday or every Monday or Tuesday, whatever the case may be for you, that you're going to send out a status report so everyone knows in the project what's happening in the project and where you are. So communication is really, really important. It's one of the key skills that you'll need as a project manager. So to communicate, you need to know three things. Who needs what information? When do they need it? And in what modality? And the modality I'm talking about, is it an email? Is it a presentation? Is it a formal meeting or a status report? And so you set those expectations of what's coming and what's the modality. The content, the information that people need will often dictate the modality. So for example, bad news, that you deliver bad news in person or a phone call, that you just don't tuck it away inside of a report. If you're giving updates on the schedule and on cost, that may be more formal where the sponsor or the key stakeholders want to meet face to face. And so that introduces the idea of meetings. If there's one part of project management that I really dread, that I really hate, it's meetings. Meetings can often be a WOT meeting, a waste of time. Meetings are not my favorite thing because they all kind of follow the same flow. We get together, you have about five minutes to chit chat, and then you get to work, and then you go around the table, and there's about three of the eight people in the room that don't need to be there or they don't contribute, they have nothing to say, and it's not always effective. So to have an effective meeting, you need to start with an agenda. An agenda is what are we going to cover? And you get in and you get to work. So everyone has the agenda before the meeting so they know what's expected of them. And then you want to time box that meeting. I hate meetings that are scheduled for an hour. There's rarely a time that you need an hour long meeting. Now, sure, there may be some times like requirements gathering or do some type of an analysis where you're actually doing some work. But if you're just there to share information, you should be able to pop that out in 30 minutes. And again, I know there are times that's not the case. But meetings, you want to have some structure in a time box and you want to set expectations. And then just because you have a meeting scheduled for half an hour doesn't mean it needs to last for half an hour. When you get through the agenda, you should be done. And so you control the meeting as the PM if you're calling it and you've got the agenda. And so set the example. So people come in, you start on time and you finish on time or early that you get to the point and let people get back to work. The truth of the matter is when you have 10 people in a half hour meeting, that's 300 minutes because you have 10 people times 30 minutes. That's 300 minutes that people could have been working on your project rather than being in a meeting. So you wanna be very careful with meetings. All right, so that's my little spiel on communication. So important as a project manager. Thanks for listening to the Lifelong Project Podcast and I'll talk with you next week. Keep moving forward.